Hello all, uh, thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you're listening to this, you're obviously very, very good looking and have great decision making skills. So thank you for tuning in. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about opportunity and crisis and how sports businesses can be using this time to really generate more business and future business as well. Because, you know, obviously, it's a horrible time that we're all going through. But there's a lot of people that are looking for ways to really, you know, make the most out of this time. I'm, I'm, you know, for, for example, golf is a big one that we talk about on this. Um, but yeah, please enjoy and let us know what you think by commenting or leaving a review. All right. Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Sports Marketing Podcast with Oliver and Alex. Okay, so in today's episode, um, me and Alex are going to look at opportunity and crisis and how people, you know, sports businesses can, you know, adapt and, and, and improve what they're doing in order to get more customers and survive this time, this weird time that we're all in. So I'm obviously joined with the Robin to my Batman, um, Alex, on the on the podcast. He's in London. I'm in Manchester right now. So it's a, you know technology is allowing us to do this podcast together um so yeah i just want to start off really by just talking about a few industries a few sports companies that would really actually be benefiting right benefiting right now and if you're not benefiting then you really should be doing potentially what me and alex are going to talk to you about and a few things you can do to to improve your chances so probably going to start off with with golf actually i think golf is a big one obviously the new rules in um in government at the moment in the UK, we're allowing golf clubs to run. And as usual, obviously, they have to have sort of social distancing rules in place. But apart from that, they can run as usual. So, you know, if there's ever a time for golf clubs to attract new members and attract new people, it's right now. Do you agree, Alex? Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think, um, obviously, there has been a lot of industries that have really struggled during the pandemic. And obviously, the economy as a whole has almost halted. But there has been a few um, companies and a few industries that have done extremely well during the pandemic. Um, Cycling and running are great examples. And I think golf is following that trend. Mm. Uh, So just I just thought we could quickly talk about those two um, industries and just how they're doing. Mm. So I just looked at something before and Halford's uh, share price has gone up by 23 percent since March 23rd. Wow. Uh, also, Brompton, you know, the fold-up bikes? Yeah. Their sales has increased five times in a month. And um, triathlon running trainers have increased year on year in April by 1,150%. So <laughs> there's a lot of opportunity in cycling and running, but also in golf. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think the... The, the main reason why there is an opportunity in golf at the moment um, is because there's still a lot of sports and, and a lot of activities really that are still, you know, you're not able to do it at the moment. So you could be a keen football player or um, badminton, table tennis, like, you know, any sport like that where you can't um, socially distance and you'll be wanting to do a sport. So golf might be something that you enjoy, but it might not be something that you're an, an avid user of. So I've actually had a a few texts recently from my friends that are not massive golfers uh, asking me how to play golf, uh, what clubs are open, etc. So this is bringing in new people to golf clubs. 
And mm. I just think the golf clubs need to take advantage of this. This is a great opportunity to get new people in that are typically outside of their usual target market. And there's a lot of ways they can do that. And we'll be talking about that more in the podcast. Um, they book, often book online. So you've got their details. You can then retarget them on Facebook. There's lots of things to do with uh, Facebook targeting. You can specifically choose interests and find people. And that's how golf clubs should be retargeting and using this as an opportunity to find potential new members. So, yeah, um, I probably said a lot there, but there's, there's, like I said, there's a lot of opportunities uh, in golf. I mean, yeah, I agree. I think with any golf club now, if you're not rammed, if you're not the busiest you've ever been, you're not marketing yourself in the right way because... As, as Alex says there, there's literally people who are desperate to get out of the house. I am, for yeah. example. I've been looking today at golf clubs around around near where I live. Uh, obviously, I don't don't drive myself because obviously I live in, in the, you know in Manchester and it's just not, not worth me driving. It's just a bit awkward to get out to golf clubs at the moment. So for me yeah. personally, but there's, there's people out there that are t- desperate to get out of the house out of lockdown to... Yeah. To do something you know uh obviously me and you yeah. alex we we play golf anyway and that's something that we do do normally but you, like you, you sort of nailed on the head there is an opportunity here to potentially get people more interested into golf that that yeah. haven't been interested before so yeah. you know there's a few different things so you know what we you know what i'd probably recommend anyway and what we'd recommend would be if, if you're not getting enough traffic enough people coming into your club at the moment facebook ads is a very very you know cheap you know way of driving a lot of interest a lot of brand awareness out there yeah. through towards your you know and introducing them to you the fact that you're there that you're a golf club in in their area so you know for example you know i've been looking today at you know dark targeting people interested in golf and you know you know just prior to this podcast and you know as little as sort of five pound a day you can get between sort of like two thousand to about six six thousand people a day yeah seeing your adverts seeing your business and actually being introduced and so that sort of you know ability to get that level of brand awareness is ridiculously good and if you're not doing it there and you you know i take it there is some clubs out there because obviously i was speaking to my my family today who own uh, a driving range near where we live um yeah and they're absolutely rammed so they don't actually need any more marketing right now this is the thing though ollie sorry to uh, yeah, yeah go for interrupt. it that a lot of golf courses and driving ranges and things, they will be busy at the moment. But what happens, what about in six months time yeah. or whenever the other sports are reintroduced? It's then how you could get these people that are, are coming at the moment to come again in six months time and Good then point. in a year's time. So it's all about building sort of a connection with these people mm. to get them to want to come back uh, over and over again and actually become a loyal customer. So that's why it's very important at the moment to use this as an opportunity when you've got high footfall to sort of to retain to keep these customers or potential customers so do you mean things like um there's a few different ways that our our listeners could probably do that but do you mean things like email lists or do you mean things like people are seeing your advert on facebook so remarketing and re-engaging people down the line how do you how do you think yeah so um there's like i said before if you're booking online you have to put in your email address um, and you normally have to, well, if a, if a company's not doing this, then they should do. So if you book online, you need to give your email address and then you have to opt in to like 
hear further communications. So then you will be able to be put on an email list and retargeted. Mm. Also, um, even if we don't know who's visiting our website, uh, Facebook will retarget lookalike audiences based on the people who have visited your website. So people very similar to those people. So that's uh, another thing that they can do. Mm. Um, and another thing is just basically, yeah, so if, if somebody's actually visited your website, you can directly target those people. Um, and that if they have Facebook profiles and it's all about sort of getting them in as an initial potential customer and trying to keep them and trying yeah. to make them become a repeat customer. So if they, for example, like, like and follow your Facebook page, then that's a good start. Yeah. So straight away, that's some data for you guys to use to, to retarget back to your, your clients. Um, yeah. Cause there's a few different styles of golf clubs that are out there. There's the sort of, obviously there's like the membership style golf clubs out there where you, once you've got a member, you've got a member, but even then, even when you've got a member that is, it's paid to, to, to use you guys, you still want to encourage them to be coming playing golf as much as often because they're going to be spending in the clubhouse. They're going to be yeah. in the pro shop. So there's, there's loads of, you know, in the bar, there's loads of reasons why you really want to keep those people engaged. And it's a really, you know, obviously there's other sides to it, like things like driving ranges where you need to obviously keep re-engaging for, for obvious reasons because that's repeat business and you need to it's not as if they have a membership in most cases um so that yeah i i completely agree with you there there's other there's other aspects to golf clubs as well that potentially they're thinking you can't really do at the moment like let's say golf lessons for example which is yeah. again another thing that you know this pandemic is, is actually been forcing quite a lot of different industries to be able to adapt to the new times and doing online training things of that sort so yeah i would really encourage you know if you're not already as a golf club if you're not doing sort of online lessons and doing sort of zoom lessons um to do it's another revenue source another way of getting getting money through the door and it, i i i'm almost can guarantee that after this is all over that a lot of these clubs will be using these online ways in order to get yeah. more people through the door. Cause you know, at the end of the day, if you're doing a one-to-one -one lesson, for example, you know, that's one person, that's great. That's fine. You've got them in, in person, but let's say if you could do golf lessons to, you know, a hundred people at a time online, you know, you can, you can charge obviously less per person, but you, again, you're still getting a, a lot more potential, a lot more avenues of you know revenue through to the business and ways you can grow it. So that's the, I think if there's one thing I'd say about, the coronavirus that obviously it's terrible but it's the one benefit or one advantage of this is there's a lot of businesses that have been forced to adapt and see new ways to grow their business which is obviously exactly, yeah. a great thing um yeah. i sorry ollie yeah. um just on that point of lessons i actually thought it might be a, a good idea and I know, I know a lot of people are struggling in this time uh, financially but me personally, um, I'm not traveling to work. So I'm not spending two and a pound on the tube. I'm not going out drinking and all that sort of stuff. And I'm actually saving quite a bit of money. So I think there'll be a lot of people, especially around my age, people that we don't have uh, kids and other commitments. They might actually have a little bit of disposable income. Hmm. So there is a potential for golf clubs too. And you can do this through Facebook uh, adverts. You can do voucher codes, things like that for future lessons. So for example, five lessons for the price of three um whenever this is over so you could say like next well you don't have to give a date specifically but you could do in advanced lesson and um, people buying the lessons in advance with meaning people will 
will buy them, offer them a discount, but make them sign up for five to six or, you know, a certain amount of lessons. I think, I think there's an opportunity to do that as well. I, I don't know if you agree, Ali. Yeah, no, I think that, that is definitely something you could do, something different to do a bit, bit outside the box and get more. No, I think it's, you know, I think to sort of circle back to the start of what we were saying, it is a way of driving new people, people that really didn't, you know, obviously me and you have been playing golf for a long time, but, yeah. you know, for people that are just now bored out of their minds, you know, got yeah. a bit of disposable income now, just want to potentially just get out of the house and try something new. You know, golf is a sport, you know, that needs new you know fresh faces in a lot of cases a lot of clubs that i've played at is about okay it's just the same old people all the time and there's no way you know we've got to have that growth mindset where yeah let's let's bring in new people let's you know grow the go grow the club so yeah i completely agree i think that's a good way of doing that could he could even uh do an an, in advance membership so you can buy so you could get a membership that that might start next january yeah if this all finishes and you could pay if you if you pay in August, then you get ten percent off. For example, because like I said, people have got disposable income at the moment. Not everyone, but for example, me and a lot of my friends have. So I'm actually thinking about getting a golf membership. Um, and if if one of these clubs in my area offered a discount on a membership, I would snap that up. So it's a great opportunity. Um, yeah, for golf clubs. Yeah, it's the and, same. I was, I was literally looking today at memberships. Yeah. There's a golf club near me, but it's like. A lot more expensive than I'm used to because I was yeah. where, um, but yeah, I, I didn't go for that one. But it's yeah, you're absolutely right. If there was a club near me like that was accessible to me, that yeah. had a you know reasonable you know price for for a membership, then yeah, I, I think the same thing with me applies um, yeah. in this case. Um, you know, sort of circling back to the start of the conversation, I know we've sort of droned on about golf for a bit which hmm. is obviously a big opportunity for any golf clubs out there. But like you said at the start, there is other things like cycling. and really, oh, yeah. I think that really sums this up is I have absolutely no interest in cycling and hmm. running whatsoever. I never have, and it's never appealed to me. I'd rather just go to the gym and just work out. But obviously right now that's, that's sort of been limited, and I have been yeah. considering cycling. So looking at things like bikes and stuff, which is ridiculous for me personally, but um, you know, if, if I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it, I can guarantee there's a lot of people out there thinking about it. So if you're a cycling or running business and you're not really putting everything behind your marketing right now, you're not doing enough. You know, you, yeah. you should be spending every waking minute, you know, doing everything you can. You know, spending. You know, this is your time to spend money basically on your advertising if you're yeah. not already. Um, so the great tutorial, yeah. even. Even if it's a time to actually just gain that initial awareness, because people are at home, they're often on social media, and like I find myself scrolling through just anything at the moment, just because I'm just, you know, a lot of time I'm just really bored. Mm. And um, it's a great time for a, for a new brand to really capture catch me, capture me, um, and like, you know, make me follow them if if, if they've got good content. So, um, yeah, good opportunity. Yeah. Okay. I think I think the next uh, sort of subject I wanted to touch on was businesses, uh, and we kind of touched on it before. It's that like businesses that have been forced to sort of adapt in this time. So I'm talking mm-hmm. about things like personal trainers, where of course you can't do face to face. We did talk about talk about um, obviously golf lessons was another one. Uh, I think like dance instructors, things like that. That's going to be an area that all of these guys are sort of being sort of forced yeah. to adapt. Bars. 
yeah, I'm sure there's literally, I'm sure there's a lot that haven't adapted yeah. and really suffered during this time, but I'm sure there's also people that have benefited as well. I mean, what's your sort of stance on this side? And, you know, how would you go about promoting that side of a business? I think if you, if you're a personal trainer and you're offering like circuit classes or anything like that, then I think using, especially in London, we've got huge, huge commons and the, the massive parks with so much space. So there's actually opportunities to do one-on-one social distance uh, personal training. Sure. Um, you, you, a lot of, I've been targeting like several times a day, which is actually, is getting annoying now for bands, for uh, gym bands and stuff like that. So there's a lot of opportunities to use resistance bands and especially for, for personal trainers to find new people who are not, necessarily keen into the gym but they've just been they've just seen numerous um per, you know numerous uh things on the tv and stuff about how you should be exercising they they might want to start mm. so it's actually a really good opportunity to do that such a distance outdoor uh training okay that's interesting so not just the online side of it where you can yeah. do zoom you're actually saying in person as well but obviously yeah, yeah. social distancing okay that makes sense obviously but, i live in a different part of the uk as you and it's not as the it's not as the same you know the same as london where you've got yeah. huge spaces but there is obviously there is areas and sure in any city in the uk where there is areas where people could potentially do that um, yeah so yeah i quite like that that's quite a good idea i mean certainly with the you know, sort of going on the online stuff as well, you know, if you're not sort of doing these classes online, you know, most personal trainers that I've spoken to have done and moved over the majority of their clients to these online classes. Yeah. Um, but I, I got a feeling, you know, from speaking to them, they're going to carry on afterwards as well. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's more chance, you know, there's more, they can work around hours more if they want to do a workout where they're on, you know, for example, if they're on holiday and they want to do a class from the, Barbados for example there's no reason why they can't do that now um so there's loads of advantages of the online stuff it's just a way of growing more revenue into their business more opportunities and a worldwide target audience not just the local area yeah. that they work within so exactly um yeah I do think it's a good opportunity for them yeah just go, just going on to the online stuff from my point of view uh, yeah like you said great opportunities um you could engage with a lot of different people at the same time rather than just one person um, and then and then from that, because it's often linked to their Facebook page, for example, where you can do Facebook lives and watch parties and the, the engagement on these is just ridiculous. It's, it's some people are getting incredible engagement and this is then going and having a positive buy buy effect byproduct uh, on their actual Facebook page. They're getting a lot more followers from it, uh, things like that. So it's, it's about building your brand and using this pandemic as an opportunity and the best opportunity, as you have said, is doing things online at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I think everybody's excited to get out of the yeah. lockdown. But I think more than anything, it's just really about using this time as well as you can and making the most out of the bad situation that we all have. Let me shut this bit window, got people outside. Um yeah, it's just about using the time that you've got in the best way that you can. And I know it's different for every business that's out there. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are struggling. Um, but the important thing is there's, there's, there's always an angle. There's always a way of, you know, getting yourself out. That's the good thing about online, you know, marketing, really. It's a good way you can, even if you're a football club now where you can't do anything, you're, you're sort of stuck in where you are, 
you know, there's no reason why you can't be creating videos for TikTok or Instagram or, you know, and getting your brand and your name out there for ready for when this is all back to normal. Because the important thing is we will get back to normal. It's just a matter of time. We just have to see this out, this weird time that we're all in. But, you know, as soon as we sort of get out the other side, um, you know, you'd want, you'd want to be the one that's leading the pack rather than the one that's just has to start back up again. You know, you'd want to be ahead of the pack. You've, you've sort of done what you need to do over that time. You have, you know, people, you have eyes watching you ready to go, if that makes sense. Yeah. What about, Ollie? Um, just had a thought then. What would you say? What about golf clubs that don't have any form of social media? What would you say to them? Well, it's time, it's time to start. I'm sure you've got <laughs> enough time to do something. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if it's, you know, we're in 2020, if you don't have a social media account, and I know, you know, we both know from, from dealing with golf clubs and speaking to people at clubs before, it is quite old fashioned in a lot of cases where they've not thought about social media. But if, if oh. now has taught us anything, if, if coronavirus has taught us anything, that this the world needs the online side of it. Because, again, if we're forced inside like we are now, there needs to be a way where your customers can communicate with you and, and be, you know, see what you guys do. You know, so, yeah, I think if, you, if you're a golf club now and you don't have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a, even a TikTok page, profile now is quite obviously it's quite a big thing now um you, you know that's sort of the basic fundamentals of what of what you need in order to show you know people that are sat at home right now if they could see a video of you guys playing golf then they're going to come and come to the course of the local that's exactly simple golf golf and tennis the wherever Wimbledon's on every single year you see the next day the amount of people on the tennis court whenever the british opens on or the Ryder cup you see a massive increase of football very, very shortly afterwards. So if you can put some content on there of, of you playing golf or like any of the golfers on the course, for example, especially the professional, people are going to want, they see it and they're going to want to go and play. So it's, 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 it's obvious content to me and um, you need social media in order to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, you know, as good a reason as any to to want to, to want to pick up and and do those accounts if you know if you're a business owner and again just thinking it from a business level i know it is a bit annoying to be able to have to think right okay i'm gonna have to post on facebook instagram and tiktok now but just think about the pounds and pence of it you know if you're gonna get your business out there more you know let's say if you and your competitor in the area let's say you're a one golf club and there's another golf club down the road that has the exact same thought as you saying i can't be bothered doing a Facebook page or an Instagram page or a TikTok page. Who do you think is going to win if you actually make the time and make the effort to do that? You know, it's, it's as simple as that. We're in a sort of cutthroat world where business is business. You've got to compete with everyone around you. If you're doing more, you're more active, you're more committed to the cause, like your business, you're going to win. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Very much agreed. I, um, I would pretty much say that's nailed it on the head. Yeah. I was just, sorry, I just wanted to quickly go back to um, something that I may have discussed before, but I just wanted to make it a little bit more clear. Um, if you're a golf club, sorry, if, if you're any, if you're a personal trainer, etc., you know, and you have a website that's, that's quite successful and has a lot of traffic to it, but you don't really have a, a social media, then this is a great opportunity because 
with Facebook advertising, you can literally create a custom audience of everybody that's visited your website in the last 30 days, and then you can retarget them. The amount of people that go onto golf websites or any personal training or any of these websites, and they're interested, but they don't take further action, there's a large percentage of these people. So to retarget them, without being pushy and too salesy, but retargeting them the right way through Facebook paid advertising, you're very, very likely to get through to them and build a relationship and potentially uh, make them take further action. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like anything. You know, if you go on to ASOS right now and want to buy a shirt, you decide, actually, I'm not going to buy that shirt. Um, you know, for whatever reason, you know, the kids, the kids have just dropped something on the floor, your girlfriend's, you know, calling you into the kitchen, whatever it may be. You didn't buy that shirt at that time. If you saw that shirt again the next couple of days, but actually I was meaning to buy that shirt. I might just do it now. It's just a reprompt. It's just, you know, it's just a way for you to be like, okay, actually I was meaning to do that. It's the exact yeah. same thing for a, for a golf club, a personal trainer, uh, you know, a cycle company that's selling bikes. It's the exact same thing. It's just as simple as re-engaging that person that was interested initially. It's just basic marketing. If you're not thinking about this, and I've, the amount of times I've seen businesses saying, oh, yeah, I'm doing Facebook ads, I'm doing Instagram ads, and I look at their adverts, they're doing one advert, they're just running a basic advert, brand awareness, this is just my business, all right? Okay, my so your customer may may have seen that advert, but there's no, you know, you're not actually followed that up with things like retargeting. So yeah. if someone likes that advert and they click on the advert and they like, you know, they, they put a comment on that advert and then they never see it again, you know, what good is that? You need to be re-engaging. You need to be using okay. that relationship that you built in order to get that conversion and get that, you know, repeat. At the end of the day, they're here to make money. At the end of the day, that's what any business is there to do. And you've got to nurture that that customer to the point of a conversion yeah all right and i know that's sort of you know for some people that are listening probably think that's basic marketing but you know for you for you people out there that are thinking actually that's a good idea then yes just take that strategy think about it and think about how can you re-engage those people and use the budget that you're spending in the best possible way and that's all it is that's all what we're we're here to help you do yeah that i would i would leave it there alex i think that's a good way to to sort of finish the podcast, I think, you know, just think about that conversion channel that you're using. Think about how you've taken a customer from, you know, that initial, you know, again, with the, at the moment, we're seeing a lot of new opportunity for you guys to find new customers. Think about how can you can nurture that relationship from initial contact through to them being a member or, you know, returning and using you guys, you know, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, thanks for your time, guys, and um, obviously tune in for the next episode. See you guys.